Blog Talk Radio. with your girl, Nakia. Guys, I don't know about you, but I'm exhausted. I am, you know, normally I'm like, whew, I'm excited to be here. And don't get me wrong. I'm excited to be here, but, like, I am, I'm, I'm tired. You know, I'm, my energy is just today. It's, it's gone. Let me tell you what happened, all right? So you know how normally I got all of this, this tons of information to share with you, right? And I think because that's what I've been doing all week, I've been sharing information on so many different platforms about everything that is going on, like in the world of entertainment and music. And, you know, on top of that, everything that's been going on with the coronavirus, you know, from different areas, not only where I'm located, but, you know, from where I'm from, from across the U.S., from across the world, and Yo, that's draining. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to keep people abreast of, you know, just from so many different places. And that that is time-consuming. And it's draining. I'm telling you, it is draining. But I feel that it is not only um, it's important for me to be able to do that because of my platform, but because I am from one location and I reside in another location and then I – um, I deal with so many people, you know, from different areas that they may not be able to get the information as quickly as I can. It's, for me, that is important for me to be able to just provide the information, you know, because I am in this industry. It's important for me to be able to provide the information to the people as quickly as I get it, all right? So um, it has become very tolling on me this week, especially today, because I'm having to move my daughter out of her dorm tomorrow um, and that, that's another thing that has been um, very exhausting. You know, she's under um, a university system that they have about 16 to 18 different um, schools up under their system and just having to obtain so much information for her school as well as, as, well as other schools and keeping up with, you know, information for her school, these other schools. Let me tell you something that's hilarious. Um, parents, you know, who don't pay attention to – um, information that is being provided by the universities, all right? Y'all trip me out. When I say educated parents going through a pandemic, y'all funny as hell, okay? Um, it is very important that, like, just like your governors are giving out information, when these presidents and chancellors and vice chancellors are providing you information, sit still and pay attention to the information that they're providing you. Ask your questions afterwards. 
and stop being so, um, you know, wanting to know when I'm going to get my refund back. Right now, your main focus should be the safety and, uh, you know, the, the well-being of your kids, you know, your, your, the, the fellow staff members. That should be your, your focus right now, getting your kids moved out of these dorms um, as expeditiously as possible. Not your money, all right? You already paid for the semester. So, you know, just let that sit on the back burner. They're working as, as you know, as, as tiredly, tirelessly and as effortlessly as possible to um, make sure that your children are moved out um, the best way possible, and they'll work on the money on the back end, okay? Uh, I just I just haven't seen anything, you know, so crazy in all my days. You know, we're moving her out tomorrow morning. First thing, we're hitting the road, you know, um, late this evening to get there to move her out first thing in the morning. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I know that we're going to face some things tomorrow, but, you know, this has to be done. So, and this has to be done across the country, right? So just bear with these people. Um, and those parents that are traveling this weekend, you know, we extend our, our prayers to you all for, for safe travels, you know, to and from. And we pray that, you know, you do not um, come across any, um, any, any sickness, you know. We, we pray that you remain in good health. Through, through all of this, you know, because I, I understand this is a lot that a lot of us have to go through, all right? So just be mindful. Um, the same thing when you go into the grocery stores. You know, I had to go through stores today and, and just uh, the calm, all right, the calm that was in the stores that I went into today was something that I didn't face on Monday, all right? So I see that, you know, people are taking things in stride and acting a little different. So just realize that all of us are going through this, all right? Just be mindful of your fellow man and realizing, again, that we're all going through this together, all right? Um, I don't really have any any new information because, again, I'm putting it out on so many platforms. So just um, keep a lookout on the different platforms and, you know, share the information. Don't just share for yourself and for the area that you're in because I know that you know some people that are in other different states and, you know, cities or whatever. So just share, 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 all right? Uh, let me see. Again, you know that we are going through or, or celebrating, I'm sorry, Women's History Month. So that intro was provided to us by Sidrina. That is half of the uh, women um, or woman, woman, women, either or, uh, intro and outro that she has provided. Make sure that you check her out on her YouTube channel and support the Mashup Mama. I, she did give us the intro that was uh, Woman, uh, I'm Every Woman by Whitney Houston. And then uh, the outro, you hear it later, uh, Raheem Divine. That again, Katrina, you can follow her on her YouTube channel. We are celebrating women in the arts, music, and entertainment industry here on Indie Fire um, for Women's History Month, women who are making phenomenal moves in those industries, women who, you know, are defying the odds, women who may have had trials and tribulations, setbacks, you know, obstacles that they have overcome. And I am just astounded by the women who have been here this month sharing with me uh, some of the phenomenal uh, things that they have had going on in their lives. And tonight is no different. I will say it's a little different. The guest, the, the, the guest here this evening, uh, she's been here 
with us before. She's been here last year uh, and twice, as a matter of fact. I don't remember, really remember the first show that she was here with us. I don't, I don't really remember what, what went on. But the second time we had the opportunity to chop it up uh, with Chanel was for a book release party. Yes. The very first one that we ever did here on Indie Fire, we had a um, title release, yes, and a book release party right here on the show. You guys know how I love to do anything, you know, for the first time, whether it be the first interview, whether it be to debut the song for the very first time, you know, whether it be to debut the title of a book for the very first time. And tonight is no different. We got two major announcements going on this evening and I, I knew what they were because remember I talked about being I don't want to be you know left out I wanted to know what those announcements were and she slipped those to me and uh, I kind of forgot what they were so I'm I'm you know I'm just going to be just as surprised as you guys are because I f- forgot what they were uh, so I'm, I'm super excited to have her back here with me this evening. We're going to chop it up just a little bit and talk about what's going on in the news and how it's affecting her and her area. And she's going to give us those two huge announcements. But I also shared with her that I had a major announcement as well. And, you know, I, I couldn't keep it to myself because I, you know, I felt like, you know, for some reason it was a huge announcement that had been kept, you know, in the low or on the low for me and my family for quite some time and for, you know, some very good reasons or personal reasons. Um, and so I did announce it earlier this week, but I wanted to announce it here on this show as well. You know, if you follow me on social media, you all know that I am a grandmother, you know, and that, that's huge. And it's been something that, you know, I've had the opportunity to get adjusted to for the past week. You know, I have a granddaughter, and uh, my oldest son, who's deployed, he's a father. Um, Soraya Kalani uh, has uh, entered into our lives, and we will actually get to meet her this Saturday, Lord willing. Uh, we're traveling to meet her. And um, it's, it's been, you know, just, um, I don't know, it's, it's for you grandparents out there, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not old. You know, so when I think of grandmothers and grandfathers, I think of those individuals who have to be up there in age, you know. But I think of when my, my mother became a grandmother, you know. She was a couple years uh, younger than me, you know. But, um, you know, she's a great-grandmother now. So that's what's really funny. And my grandmother's a great-great-grandmother, you know. And so it's all of this is, like, you know, just it's huge. And, and we just we love it, you know. And so um, don't call me grandmother, all right? Don't call me grandma. Don't do none of that, you know? We have a name picked out, especially for, you know, each one of us. But I wanted to, uh, you know, formally let the world know, you know, that Nikia is a grandmother, all right? Uh, for you all who are just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia. We are presenting Quest of a Woman uh, throughout the month of March, celebrating women in the music, arts, and entertainment industry. Tonight's no different. We are joined in the studio with urban Christian fiction author, Chanel. She is an author, a blogger, a reader, a speaker, an entrepreneur, always searching for a great read that draws you in but does not draw you away from the Christian lifestyle. As a believer, she is mindful of the atmosphere she creates for herself and the messages that she entertains. She admits she is mindful, not perfect. Chanel 
does have secular music and reading in her diet. However, she chooses to feast on Christian reading and music daily. In a quest for education or edification, I'm sorry, and entertainment, she learned about the urban Christian fiction genre. It was in the pages of these books that she found the drama that not only satisfied the hunger for a juicy story, but also filled her desire for spiritual truth. In the summer of 2017, she began a blog where she reviewed Christian fiction and interviewed Christian authors and readers. In the fall of 2017, she signed to Anointed Inspirations Publishing, and her debut book, A Good Thing, was published and released in October 2017. She now is a wife, a mother, a daughter of the king. She lives in Tampa, Florida with her husband and three daughters. Chanel is the author of A Good Thing series, which includes A Good Thing, A Good Thing 2, If I Be Lifted, and A Good Thing 3, Vengeance is Mine, A Joyful Noise, The Hot Mess Choir, The Devil Thought He Had Me, and Her Pleasure, His Principles. And she's also a contributor to the anthology, Hashtag, A Black <laughs> I Love Magic. Anybody uh, listening audience, I present to you this evening my very, very special guest, urban Christian fiction author, Chanel. Hello, can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? I can. You know, they're working on the roof, and they've been doing this since early this morning. And I was in the back room. Uh, and then I heard, I was like, oh, my God, let me go to the car, because that's not, that's not where it is. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Every time you're on the show, something is going on. The, la- the last time I think you were at a game. I was at, my husband, is a, my husband is a phenomenal football coach, and we were picking up, it was after practice, and we were picking up um, football players. And I had to tell everybody to hush. And then after the interview, they were like, were you on the radio? I'm like, yeah. You know, multiple hats. Multiple hats. Multiple hats. But congratulations <laughs> on that beautiful oh, baby. Okay. My, my future girl. My future girl. <laughs> I, I almost said for what? You know what? Let me get in. I have to get into a different mind space because – I think my head wrap is on too tight or something because I just made that announcement and I was about to say, for what? What are you congratulating me for? Okay, so let me take the head wrap. Let me loosen it up some because my head feels like it's really like in the clouds. Like I was telling my daughter earlier today, I said, I think I need to go be tested. And she was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Because, yeah, I'm like, I'm Don't six feet of so What do you need to go be tested for? And I said, well, you know, I think, like, for the past couple of years, I have had um, pneumonia for the past couple of years. And so, and it hit me really, really hard. So, and I feel myself with the same exact symptoms again this year. And so she says, you know, whoa, 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 what do you got to be tested for? And I said, you know, I think I need to go, just go be checked out to make sure I'm not, you know, I don't have those same, you know, symptoms again this year. And so my son said, you know, Mom, I think maybe, you know, you do because you're just really, really tired and you're breathing. You mm-hmm. know, my son, he went to school for, you know, EMS training and all that. He's like, your breathing seems okay. really labored today. And, 
you've been complaining like your your body just aches a lot for the past couple of days. And it really started oh. with my sinuses aching. Like my, my sinuses were not aching. My body was aching. My sinuses were draining. And they've been doing this for about three weeks now. You know, really bad sinus infection. And so he's like, Mom, I really think you need to go just be checked out just to make sure you're okay. But, you know, I did something earlier today that I normally do not do. I took a nap. And when I woke up, I felt like yeah. I was I, I just in a different just in a different space, you know, and I can't shake it. Like, right now, I cannot shake it at all. So he was like, you know, Mom, I think you need to just go check to make sure you're okay. And right, like, right now, like, I don't feel like myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> I'm just out of it, you know? So, well, no, I agree. You got to get that checked out. Yeah. Yeah. At least to get it, yeah, at least to find out and make sure. I mean, it's better to get it checked and them to tell you, you know, drink water and get rest than to not get it checked and it's something that mutates into something else. Yeah. Yeah, I blame yeah, everything so on the fact that I agree. Right you know, I'm a great But it's <laughs> not about me. It is not that baby's fault. It's not about me. <laughs> about me. I don't want to jump right into these major, major announcements just yet. And for those who may not okay. have had the opportunity to, um, you know, um, listen to your previous shows. I want to treat this just like, you know, you're brand new and you've never been here before. I want my listening audience (laughs) to really know who, you know, who Chanel is. Let me, let me take you back to the very beginning and talk just a little (laughs) bit about you as, you know, um, an urban Christian fiction author, just a little bit, you know, let's lay the foundation. And I want to talk about the most recent book that was, um, you know, published, the one that we uh-huh. uh, released, you know, had the album, um, the album, the book release party for here, you know, back, and I want to say it was yeah. in July. I want to talk um, about that book and talk about, about that yeah, talk about that book and how well that it's done or it's doing. Um, and then from there, I want to, you know, make these major announcements, all right? So, all right. Um, you know, a lot of the, a lot of my, my authors that I've had on the show, you know, they've always known that they wanted to be an an author or a writer. You know, mm-hmm. they might have had a diary when they were younger and they wrote in it, you know, or a journal. You know, where did it all begin mm-hmm. for you? Where did the passion to write begin for you? Honestly, um, I come from a family of readers. My mom was very, very, very adamant about us reading books. Um, my sisters and I still joke about it. To this. We all, like, had our series we was into. I was into Sweet Valley High and the Sweet Valley Twins. My other sister read Babysitter's Club and so on. So one day. Oh, my uh, day, gosh. Oh, my. Girl, oh. All the books. All the books. You brought up memories. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. So one day it was, um, it had to be, like, in the summer because, I, I remember not being able to go to the school library. One day I went to my mom, and I was like, you know, I, I don't I don't have nothing to read. And she was like, lies, you tell. Go read a book. You got all those books and all those classes, books, go get a book. And it wasn't necessarily that I didn't have anything to read. I just kind of, you know, I didn't grow up in an urban, urban setting because this is Tampa, Florida. But I grew up, you know, in a pretty urban setting. And I just got tired of reading about you know, our Caucasian sisters and horses. Like, Jessica had a whole horse. Chanel didn't have no horse. <laughs> and, so, and so I was like, Mommy, you know, there's nothing to read, really. And she said, well, if you don't have nothing to read, go write something. And I was like, you know yeah. what, fine. I'm going to write out of defiance. Like, I'm going to go write something. So I started writing the story 
it was about uh, this group of kids, and you know they were real hood and real street. And uh, a friend of mine in school, she was like, "What are you writing?" And I started passing it around. Like I let her read it, and she was like, "Oh my God, this is good." So by the time I got to high school, it became a situation to where, hey, you know, you finished writing that, you you finished writing that story. And I was like, "Well, no, I haven't finished writing that." Like, Look, we gonna do the English work for you. You write, and then 15 minutes before the class is, we'll give you the English work, and we'll read what you wrote. Yeah, like you wow. telling me, all I had to do was copy your work. Yeah, um, writing in English class and switching, swapping out the work. I, it was it was the nineties. The teachers really weren't checking, and you know, switching out the work. <laughs> and, and so that's kind of where it all began. And I wrote for. Um, I wrote for a very long time, up until college. And then I got into poetry um, and did some, that's how I met. You know how you have a college hustle? Everybody's got a college hustle. Yeah, yeah. Like you either yeah. do care yeah. in college or, right, you know, right. you iron Well, mine was poetry slam. I would, every time cash got short, I would go do a poetry slam, win, collect the refund money, you know, collect the award money, and that's how I supported my noodles and all of that. I would just look for little contests and do them. Um, and then if you place, you know, you might get $50, you might get $100, you might get $150, depending on the contest. And so that's how I kind of supported myself through college. You know, you get the bookstore job and all of that, but um, doing, the, like, the poetry slams, that was my side hustle in college. Gosh, you were, you were so smart. See, like, my side hustle was dancing. Like, I, I was a dancer. Um, and I'm going to just leave it at that right there. Um, <laughs> make the money. Don't let it make you. I, I might have I known you back in college because I started to be close dancing. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, and, I, and, and I, I was clubbing. You know so, what you know. That's <laughs> Somebody would start the book, somebody would work on the middle of the book, and somebody would work on the end of the book. And then we would submit, you know, we would submit that collection into contests. You know, we did that in high school. Um, And and other people went further. You know, other people went further with that. Uh, That's how people fueled their, you know, desire for um, writing, you know, when they went on to college to pursue, you know, their degree. Um, yeah. whatever they wanted to major in, they, they, you know, that's what they um, used to say, hey, you know, we won um, these different competitions in high school or whatever. I, I forgot all about that. Um, that's interesting that you brought that up. I forgot, you know, all about um, all about that. So when you, when you went on to pursue, um, you know, the passion for writing, what was it like when you first, you know, published your first book? Oh, my God. So um, I was subbing a class. (laughs) So this is how it's kind of crazy. I started out blogging. I had um, had went through a rough patch in life, and I picked up a Christian fiction book by happenstance because I had stopped reading all of the other stuff that I had read, and I hadn't read for about a couple years. I picked up a Christian fiction book. I loved it, and I was like, wow, 
reviews for their books. And my publisher, who is a, a very well-known, very good Christian author, she said, if you have any questions, let me know. So I asked her a couple of questions about, you know, being an author and getting published. And she said, hey, um, you know, it sounds like you might be a fit for my publishing company, or I can help you do it on your own. Why don't you send me a couple of chapters, and I'll let you know. So I sent her the first three chapters of A Good Thing, and I was in class subbing, true story. I was in class subbing, and uh, I got an email from her saying, girl, where's the rest of this book? And I said, oh, my God, you like it? And she said, yeah. So she's like, well, what would you like? Would you like me to help you self-publish it and kind of walk you through the process, or would you like to be signed to a publishing company? Well, personally, me, for my own reasons, I wanted to be signed. So she said, no problem. She sent me the contract. Now, mind you, third period. She sent me the contract in third period, and I read over it, and I said, wait a minute. So if I sign this, I'll be, you know, you're going to publish this book. And she said, yes, and I promise you, in the middle of the class, because it was on my phone. You shouldn't be on your phone when you're seven, but whatever. Um, it was in the middle of the class, and I shouted to the high heaven and went the dancing all around the classroom and the kids were like what, what's going on what, what's wrong and I said I'm about to publish awful like God is so good and I'm just I'm just shouting and screaming and running all through the classroom and the kids are looking at me like okay congratulations but what does this mean <laughs> so that that is the first my first initial reaction was that I was just so excited I was moved to tears that it was going to happen, um, and it took some time for, you know, we wrote the book, we did all the things that you have to do, and it published, and I was like, I have a big, as a matter of fact, when I did my Facebook Live today, because we recently moved, when I did my Facebook Live today, uh, it's in the background of that Facebook Live, I have a very big movie-sized poster of my first book cover, because you should just have a movie-sized poster of your first book cover. Yeah. <laughs> why, of all the genres, why mm-hmm. Christian fiction? Ooh, okay, so that's a good one because, you know, I've grappled with and I've been asked about doing secular. So here's the thing with Christian, this is why I write it. When I sat down and got like really, a really, really, really sat down and looked at my business model and, okay, what do you want to do? Like, what is your purpose? So, you know, you pray about, okay, God, what is my purpose? Like, your purpose is to bring indie authors to the forefront because independent music and independent artists are just as worthy as those who are in the limelight, if not even more talented than some of those that are in the limelight. So when I sat down and I said, you know, I had my – moment with meditation, Jesus, like, okay, what is my purpose? Like, you've given me this gift of writing, um, but why? And to me was to entertain and to edify. So um, I write so that you can be entertained and enjoy a good story and, you know, get all the drama and get all the grit and the dirt, but also to be edified so it doesn't rob you of anything. Um, Not that secular books are bad because – a lot of them do have positive messages and positive themes in them, but more so on the fact that in everything I write, I want
want to make sure something in that book edified her spirit. If it, you know, um, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about her pleasures as principles, if it's just the idea of the notion that, yes, you can have it all, but you can have so much more with God. Like, whatever it is, my job is to entertain you, to draw you in, to, you know, get you get you all the feels, but also to, to drop some something warm and fuzzy in your spirit. Because a lot of times our spirits are so thirsty, they just dehydrate. So I hydrate the spirit, and depending on the book, I might make you laugh, I might make you cry, I might make you cuss, because, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so when people um, see that you are a urban Christian fiction author, um, do you think that that kind of pushes them away from reading or purchasing? So yes and no. And I had a um, a lovely lady, I, I, I can't recall her name because I've reached out to too many people, but a lovely lady, she did a, uh, a book review and she liked the book, wasn't her thing. It was, she said it was kind of churchy for her. Which is kind of odd because it was one of my less churchier books, but anyway, it was too churchy for her. <laughs> um, I think that when you hear urban Christian fiction author, I think for some people they're like, oh, no, I'm not into that. That's going to be preaching to me. Um, I think mm-hmm. that's some people. Other people, I think they pick it up based on the title. Because the, there's a the saying, you don't judge a book by cover. That's a lie. You right. Do. You look at the cover, and you say, oh, and then you look at the title, and you say, ooh, and then, yeah. you know, you um, you know, you know, pick up a book, and you thumb through it. I often have a conversation with my publisher because I, I, I wonder if I don't want my title to uh, cause my Christian readers to be like, oh, oh I can't read that. So I, I, I kind of teeter with that, and we go back and forth, but... My publisher's favorite line is, you know, Chanel, remember, I'm the author of Heaven Between Her Thighs, which is a Christian book. Hallelujah. Mm. Um, yeah. So when I pitch the book, my WIP, the book I'm working on now, which is not a part of the big announcement, but I will drop y'all a little hint since y'all listening to Andy Fire. Um, the next book I'm working on is called Ramsey's Bed is Never Cold. Mm, mm. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, honey, all of that. So, you know, it's like, oh, so that's what happens. People will pick up a book and go, okay, her pleasure is his principles. What is this about? And then, you know, you read it.
So how do you keep the balance? Um, or how do you balance keeping the message strong um, while wanting to reach readers um, that are beyond, you know, your Christian bookstores as well as those within the church? Okay, so now let's talk about them Christian bookstores for a minute. Because do you know that if you go to, like, the biggest Christian bookstore right now is Lifeway. Like, they have all the books. Right. They don't have right. no, they don't have no urban Christian fiction though, and even if you're a local author, because I went into my local Lifeway, they don't support local authors either. Because the lady was like, "No, you can't." I was like, "Can I do a sign in Christian?" She's like, "No, we don't do that." So that's about Christian bookstores. Now, if there's a black Christian bookstore in the area, please, please, author. How do you your balance? Question was, how do you balance? How do I balance? balance? Keeping the message strong, um, while while wanting to reach readers beyond the bookstore and beyond the churches? Okay, so honestly, I just, you know, I, I write, I try to write as real as possible. I really do. I try to keep it real and clean, but real, um, and, and be real relatable. I don't fancy myself as a person that, you know, in the Bible it talks about, the people that were just always in the church, like they were in the synagogue, but Jesus wasn't like that. Like Jesus was at people's house. Jesus was, he talked to the whole at the well. He, um, you know, he, he, he was everywhere and he was with, he was for the people. So I try to follow that model and be around the people because that's so earthly good, those type things. I think that's what really keeps me in balance. Um, and keeps me grounded. And then just trying to be personable and, you know, getting to know people. Hearing what the people have to say is important, too. I think you do yourself a disservice as an artist if you are, you know, sitting up in your room creating for the sake of creating. You're not, you know, you're not amongst the people. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so so you mentioned um, um, titles and how don't judge a book by its cover, and so when we yeah, did the when we did the um, when we had the title release party for your most recent book, Her Pleasure, His Principles, um, that threw me for a loop when I first saw the title, the name of that book. Um, uh-huh. because my my mind was all in left field. My mind stays in left field, I'm going to tell you that. But um, <laughs> for those who may not have had the opportunity to read that book yet, briefly tell the listening audience about Her Pleasure, His Principles. Okay. Um, hold on, because my phone is broken. God, do you need to say all of those things that you have want, including any man that you want? Because the first opening scene of the book is a sex scene. So um, she goes through some things and she meets uh, a man by the name of Hezekiah Washington, who is the opposite. He's successful in his career field, he's gorgeous, um, but he's a devoted Christian. And he wants to follow God's 
focused and God whistled for his life. Um, and, and it's kind of a story of do you or don't you enter into a relationship with someone that is a book different from you religious wise and or can you and like I said the book opens up with a an intimate thing. And how has that book done since it's released in July? Okay, so since it's released in July, it has been, we're almost at July, it's been in the top 100s on the Amazon chart every day since that day. I think it missed one day, which was last Thursday. It wasn't on the chart, and I was really sad. Not that the Amazon charts are the end-all, the be-all, because they're not, but um it's how I kind of gauge to see the interaction. Like, am I doing something right? Because it's so hard to tell until the end of the month when you get your numbers. It's changed every hour. So wow. you could be at number 13. Yeah, you could be at number 13 at 8 o'clock in the morning and be celebrating. And by 5 o'clock, your book is number 86. It just it changes every hour. So at the hours that I looked at on last Thursday, it wasn't on the charts. And that was the first time. Since it came out, that it wasn't anywhere on the chart. Sometimes it's in the top 50. Sometimes it's in the top 100. It just kind of depends on what's being promoted and what people are buying at that time. And if it's so, the chart goes: if your book is number 86, that means that your book has sold more copies in that hour than all the people behind you. So it. It may have missed the chart, but been like 103 or 206. It just kind of depends. But it's done very well. Before we get into uh, the major announcements, you do have a caller on. I want to invite this caller on. Maybe they have a question for you. Maybe they just want to show you some love. Looks like they are calling yeah. from New York. Uh, so let's see who we have on the line with us. Uh, you are live on Indie Fire with Nakia and Chanel. Who do we have on the line? You know, every now and again we get these callers that they just, you know, they get a little stage fright or whatever, or they might just <laughs> want to listen in. <laughs> you live on Indie Fire with Nakia and Chanel. Who do we have on the line? All right, cool. They just want to listen. It's all good. It's all good. Nevertheless, it's we all thank good. you for in. <laughs> Please yeah, continue to born. listen in. <laughs> it's probably your husband they just want to listen in. It's it's all good. It's all good. All right, so I know, I I think I remember that one of these announcements does involve um, her pleasure, his principles. Am I correct? No. <laughs> no? Damn. No, yeah, I told you. I told you. I told you I forgot. I forgot. So I'm gonna be just. I'm really gonna be just as surprised as you guys are, because I forgot. I forgot. See, see. All right. So here we go. Big announcement number one. Like I really should have had a drum drum roll prepared for this. I want to hear big announcement number one. Big announcement number one. The best-selling book, Joyful Noise, The Hot Mess Choir which I checked before we got on the air. It's number 40 on the Amazon chart. But not the free service. It will be priced at a reasonable price.
Bible, to listen to all of the um, all of the chapters as they've come in. I've got to listen to them. And guys, you do not want to miss. Even if you've read the book, you do not want to miss Joyful Noise: The Hot Mess Part, the audio version. much i can't repeat all of that back to you all i (laughs) i did here was it was on somebody's number 40 joyful noise the hot mess choir beginning tomorrow is going to be on audible yeah it's going to be on audible yes i'm so excited it is going to be an audio book we are finishing congratulations You know what? That's Thank what you. I thought I read. That's what I thought I read was going to be. I thought I remember reading that her pleasure principle was going to be on audiobook. I knew somebody was going to be an audiobook. See, I had yes, I retained half. I retained half of what I read. See, that's what happened. It's joyful noise. People with a TBI. You you retained half of your information. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. You guys never have to, you know, if you give me some info, you don't have to ever worry about me snitching because I only retain half of the information now. <laughs> See, back in the day, I could keep all the information. I only retain half of it. So, yes. Yeah. So, congratulations. Um, Thank to you. Know, uh, Joyful Noise, the Hot Mess Choir, tomorrow will be on audiobook on Audible. Yeah, look, I got people sending yeah. me messages now, like, how you screw that up? It's easy, guys. I, that's how I screwed it up. That's how. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Congratulations. That is major. Any, is there a release time, or is it just tomorrow? Um, It's just tomorrow. We have to, she's uploading it tonight, and then, you know, Amazon, if you're a writer out there, you know the joys of waiting for your debut book on Amazon. Um, you can submit yourself to Amazon like four day in the morning, and you you stock at Amazon waiting for it to say your book is live. It'll be five thirty before your book is live, so it will be um oh it will be live tomorrow. When it is live, guys, because I know the Amazon thing is just a trip. When it is live, if you follow the wonderful Nakia Indy Fire, what I'll do is on Facebook I'm gonna drop some codes and I will tag her in it. So because you follow her, of course, you'll see the codes, and you can grab a free copy, depending on how many codes they give me, and uh, and or just Yay! go and download it. <laughs> Yay! Yay! I love it. Yay! I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So is this is this new? Is this something that has happened for the very first time for you? Yes. You know, I like to do all my first times with you. Um, yes. It is. Walking through the whole audio process, it, it's different because you you got people audition. First of all, they audition for your book. So you have to go through the list of people that have auditioned and kind of pick the right voice. And then that person sends you 15 minutes. And then you kind of come up with an agreement. My person was really awesome. Her name is Carlotta B. And she was really awesome in the fact that every time she recorded a group of chapters, like chapters one, two, and three, she sent them to me. So I got to hear it and kind of give feedback or critique or, you know, ask any questions right um, right from the beginning of doing the book. So as soon as it's all uploaded, we're ready to go. Like, I don't have to listen to the whole audio book all over again um, in order to approve. 
improved it because we've been doing it step by step. But it, it's a whole process. And then I don't know about other authors who kind of jumped into this pool of audiobooks, but as she's reading the chapters to me, swear to God, I was like, oh, this is a pretty good book. And then I was like, dummy, you wrote it. Like, <laughs> you know, you, I wrote it. Uh, uh, the Hot Miss Choir came out in 18, the beginning of 18, October of 18. So I had not necessarily forgotten about the story, but I I had never heard the story read aloud. So hearing it, and she did such a good job with all of the voices, especially Mother Odell. Like, I found myself laughing, like, wow, okay. You know, it, it makes you feel good as an artist to hear the live version of your work, or at least it made me feel good to hear the live version of my work, because it, it, um, it allowed me to see some of the things that I would have changed, actually, but also, like, some of the things that were worth celebrating. So why, why um, this book? October of 18. So since October of 18, it has never left the top 100 chart. Whenever I've looked, I remind Wow. Amazon changes every hour, but when I go to look, it's always there. It's not necessarily, you know, sometimes it's in the top 50, sometimes it's in the top 80, sometimes it's in the top 100, but it has always, always been there. And then out of all the books, it has gotten the most reviews. I think the old, the series has about 46, but this one has um, just as much, if not more, than all of the other books. Um, and then my mother, God bless the dead, my mother really enjoyed Turtle Noise Island Choir. So I wanted to start there. I am going to take some of the other books to audio, not all of them, um, but I am going to take some of the other books to audio as well, just because I think that it, it opens up a door. A lot of people want to read, but they don't have the time. They don't feel they have the time, and they're turning to audiobooks. And I want to make sure that if they are getting audiobooks, they have something that's I know that we had two big announcements. And I, yes. I honestly, I do not remember what the second one was at all. If I, if I even knew that one, I don't think I knew that one. Okay, drum roll, so, please. The second big announcement is I have had the pleasure of co-authoring a book entitled uh, "Man of My Nightmares," and this oh. book. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. This book comes out um, by March 30th. Man of My Nightmares should be out. If not before then, but definitely by March 30th. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are so good. You guys are so good. All right, so can we get? We I, I think I did know that, or I saw something.
I have been working on a collaboration. I haven't been working on something that's solely a Chanel project. This book is written by myself, Tammy Cross, and Shakita, um, Shanika Roach, who are also Christian fiction authors. So, okay. um, and they're all assigned to, or they're all within my um, group and wow. So 
and we had to rearrange some things. So we rearranged um, some of the situations and some of the scenes just so that the reader could have a a a moment, so to speak, um, of like, okay, well, wow. And because you have to be, as a writer, and other authors have probably said this before, you have to be reader-focused. So we, you know, we spiced it up a little bit for the reader, and it'll be out this month, and I'm truly excited about it. It, it Christian is a trip, y'all. Um, he do some things. He do some things. Can you pre-order this book? Um, it is not available for pre-order. Pre-order is a whole lifestyle, y'all. Um, it is not available for pre-order. But like everything, you know I'm going to tag you. <laughs> it's live. So, you know, continue to follow Indie Fire, guys. Continue to follow Nakia, and you will definitely get the 411 as soon as it turns live because um, it, it is everything. I personally cannot wait to purchase it and read it again. I've read it a million times, but I want to read it in its entirety, you know, cover to cover. We definitely want to be able to give um, this book away to a listener, all right? Oh, okay. um, This is all you need to be able to do to win this book, okay? She says the 30th roundabout the 30th when this book releases. So you have plenty of time to go back and listen to this show. If you're not listening to it live, you have plenty of time to go back and listen to the show because, again, it does um, play back on, let's see, Spotify, iTunes, um, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, YouTube, you name it, you can find it. All All you need to do is you need to be able to give me what grade Chanel was substituting in when she received... Uh, the message that her first book was going to be published. What grade she was substituting in was going to be published, all right? The first individual that hits me up with that information, this book will be yours on behalf of Indifia, all right? You can give it to me on Twitter at You can give it to me on uh, Instagram at Indifia. You can give it to me on uh, Facebook at Indifia, all right? You won't, be, you won't be reaching out to me, all right, uh, Monica or Shaban, will be able to take your message, uh, but I just need the grade that she was teaching or substituting in when she got the message from her publisher that said um, your book is going to be published, okay? What grade was she substituting in? That's all I need. And your name, of course, okay? And the book is yours. Congratulations to Chanel. This is major, major news, and we gave it to you here first. On Indie Fire. Make sure that you get <laughs> out tomorrow. We will have those codes for you tomorrow. Um, for uh, Joyful Noise, the Hot Mess Choir goes uh, on Audible. Oh, yeah. Yes, there's an audiobook tomorrow. Uh, I'm super excited. I'm super excited because I have not read that. You know, when you are um, friends with so many phenomenal authors putting books out back to back to back to back. And you are oh, managing, know, yeah. Um, yeah, when you are managing artists and you, you become friends with so many artists, you know, who are wanting you to listen to their music, you, I can't be in so many places. So to be able to listen to a book now, this is life for me. 
This is life. So I feel like some of you other authors, y'all need to get on this. You know, I'd much rather be able to listen to the book and have to read it. You know, I so if you could do this, make my workload a lot easier and get those books on audiobooks. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations to you again, you know, This is major, Thank you. major news right here. Major, I am so, so very happy for you. Um, and um, be safe. I want to say we didn't get to talk about that because, you know, Chanel's down there in Florida. Y'all talk about my state of New York and how, you know, they don't listen, and I feel like they are listening. They're very they're very <laughs> precautious right now. But them people down there in Florida, they just doing whatever the hell they want to do. They on the beach, you know what I'm saying? They, the, weather is, the weather is getting, you know, a little better, so they just on the beach. They just doing what they want to do. Uh-huh. But, yeah. please, you know, Chanel is a teacher, and so it is that that's her livelihood. So um, if they're saying, you know, Look out for yourself and your family. That's what she's doing. So continue to be safe for you and your family. Um, did you have Thank any last-minute words? Um, I definitely want you to go ahead and get all your contact information out for those who are listening live and for those who may want to come back and listen to a playback show, how they can, you know, purchase your material, how they can support you um, if they're interested in, you know, auditioning for, you know, the next um, audio book, whatever their need is to reach out to you and contact you. Go ahead and get your contact information out. Get your shout-outs out. You know what I'm saying? The floor is now open to you to do all of that. Woo, woo. Um, thank you so much, Andy Radio. As always, uh, I love being here. This is my home. Um, if you are interested, of course, first of all, of if you have an Audible account, have an Audible account, and you are a voice actor or actress, and you are interested in reading, I am looking for readers for um, two audio books that I would, two books that I would love to bring to audio. You can email me at author she now. Author S H E N E L L at gmail dot com. Um, you can find me on Facebook at author she underscore now, or on Instagram at author e author she underscore now as well. Um, all of my books are available on Amazon. You just Google author she S H E space capital N E L L, and you can find me on Amazon with all of the goodies, the, the drama that's going to not only entertain you, but also edify you. Again, I would like to thank Akia for just this wonderful opportunity and always being there to support and love. Guys, be safe, wash your hands, do all the things so that we can smush this curve and get rid of this bug so we can all go back to enjoying um each other without the six feet of social distancing. Like, we need to be able to hug again, y'all. Thank you, thank you again. You could have been anywhere this evening, but um, you were here with myself and my listening audience, giving so freely of yourself and your time, sharing with us those things that you are so very passionate about. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Chanel was actually my first guest booked for the year. She was booked back in December, I do believe. Um, yes, so I yes. like she knew. I believe she knew about tomorrow's date back in December because uh, she was already booked before we even knew about Quest of a Woman. She was already booked. So thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. Make sure that you're right back here 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday for Monday Morning Motivation with my boy Caso Moore. I'm giving you my struggle is my strength and those points of motivation, then back here, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Who who we got? 
uh, jazz singer, jazz sensation Stephanie Janot will be with us finally. Ooh. And then at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have New Music Mondays. Uh, Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have, ooh, yeah, we got New York's finest up in here. We got Tony Still, uh, Grammy, Grammy-nominated, uh, yes, rap artist Tony Still will be here with us. And then on Thursday, we got the CEO of R&R Music Entertainment Group, Ms. Ronda Renee Washington. Yo, we're almost to the end of March, so we got some more phenomenal women um, that are joining us next week celebrating women in the music, arts, and entertainment industry. So if you cannot make all the shows, please, please, please do not miss them all. It's been fun, but we got to run. You guys have a good night. This is the official right now. We're going to crown them all right now. My mama, your mama, baby's mama's mama, wifey. So if you near a woman right now, turn to him and say, I appreciate your smile. I know how much it takes to carry in birth a child. And the way in plain time, even when you know we live in You hold it down Still somehow I appreciate your strength How you never make your live to say what's on your mind I lay in the street and the freak when it's bedroom time How you gon' ride with me, roll with me, tell me what's on your mind On your mind Woman Woman, 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 wo